are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon, where we explore the world of spirituality, making that connection with our loved ones, in particular, our children on the other side as they are growing up in heaven. If you would like to learn how to make that connection with your child on the other side, I invite you to check out my program, Growing Up in Heaven. You can find out all of the information on my website at livealifeyoulove, all spelled out, dot org, livealifeyoulove.org. In this week's episode, we are taking a look at what happens when other people make you wrong for wanting to connect with your crossed over child. Now, this is something that I found, I found firsthand. I mean, in my experience, losing my son, Jack, it was something that, that I, I went through firsthand. Um, you know, and I've shared this in other episodes where people were like, well, you know, that's just weird. That's weird. He's gone. You just, you just need to get on with it. Um, and you know, not that everyone needs to believe in what I do, not that everyone needs to believe that it's possible. I just like to present the opportunity that maybe it is possible. Maybe there is more, maybe there is life after death. And I found that people just said some of the strangest things and, and that's okay. You know, like, again, it's whatever resonates for you, whatever your belief systems are. And I found that I found that most people, I, I would say the strongest reactions I've experienced over the years, either personally or in my practice with, with clients, is um, when people when people make you wrong for wanting to make that connection with your child and they're adamant about it and, and they're, they're just, they, they get spicy about it and, and they just, they're like, no, that's wrong. There's usually something that's underlying. It could be a fear. It could be their religious upbringing. It could be an unresolved loss that they haven't worked through. So sometimes a trauma or a loss or a disappointment from our past can start to rear its head when something similar starts to show up in our world. And we don't know how to handle it. We don't know how to handle it. We're not sure what to do with that. And so it can bring up a myriad of different emotions and child loss is a very, very sensitive, delicate topic. It is. And I've shared this in other episodes. I've, all, I'll, I've probably said it thousands of times, and I'll, I'll say it thousands of more times, that when we lose a loved one, that is a completely different loss from when we lose a child. When we lose a child, we are losing the hopes and the dreams, um, the milestones, watching them grow up, watching them stumble and fall, watching them gain confidence, watching them, you know, become teenagers and navigate that world. We're, we're, we're losing, we're grieving, we're grieving that, that future life of what that would have looked like, the dreams and the hopes, and were they going to, um, you know, have their own family? Did they want to uh, be an athlete? Were they going to, um, you know, become a doctor? and really help people that way. I mean, how, how was that child, you know, what, what did that look like? What were the dreams and the hopes and, and all of, all of those beautiful, beautiful, you know, life events that, that we saw, that we hoped to see that we, we wanted to be a part of. And so losing a child, you, you just lose on, you lose a future you lose so much. And yes, we, you know, when we lose a loved one, you know, a spouse, uh, uh, you know, an aunt, our grandmother, a sister, a brother, a sibling, you know, those are all different losses in their own way. 
right? I mean, you know, we don't have those loved ones at our, our weddings. We don't have those loved ones to share special occasions with. And, and, and this isn't to, um, this isn't to make anyone's loss less significant. If you haven't lost a child, that isn't it whatsoever. It's just, it's a different loss. It's a different, if it, it's a different loss. And for all the, all the parents that are listening, <coughs> excuse me, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. It's a different kind of loss. It's like a piece of your heart just isn't here anymore. A piece of your heart is, is with your child. And it's, it's never quite the same. I always tell people, you know, I'm not the same person I was, you know, before I lost Jack, I'm, I'm just, I'm not the same person and that's okay. I've, I've learned, you know, I've, I've worked through the grieving. I've worked through mourning him and I've, I've been able to create a new relationship with him and you don't have to be a mediumship to have that connection with your child on the other side. And as I mentioned, I've got a program that takes you through step-by-step. Step, if that's something that you'd like to learn about, definitely check that out because it's, it's an absolute game changer. And the more you practice anything, the better it becomes, the stronger it becomes so that, you know, eventually you, you would know instantly when your child's energy was there with you, you would just know instantly. And so again, if that's something that interests you, you know, check it out on the website or send me a quick message. If you're not sure, I'm happy to answer questions. There was something that I heard about a week ago from someone, um, there was, you know, there are several, several different groups that I, that I work with um, around child loss in particular. And in one of the groups, um, I overheard a conversation and there was a mother that had lost her child. And she said that her life will not, her life is on hold until she's reunited with her child. And I just, my heart, my heart ached for her, knowing that we can make the connection with our child while they grow up in heaven. We can make the connection with them and experience them and, 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 you know, feel their energy around us. We can, you know, have them in our dreams and, and look for the signs that they're leaving us. I mean, there are all these beautiful experiences that we can have, even when our child is not in their physical body anymore. And the same thing goes for women who have had miscarriages, ectopic pregnancies, any sort of loss where there wasn't a physical live child, you can still make that connection. You can still feel that energy, feel that love. One of my favorite, favorite all-time readings, I will never forget this reading. Um, and, you know, I like to explain to people, sometimes I get names and sometimes it just, it just, really depends on who I'm reading for, what, what they need to hear or feel the most to help them on their path. So sometimes I get names. Um, and uh, there was a woman that, that had come to me and um, she was just heartbroken. And her family actually referred her to me. They said, you know, maybe you can help her. So she came in and, you know, we're getting used to it. And, you know, if you've had readings with me before, we just sort of chat for the first couple of minutes. I'm just making sure that, making sure that the energies are flowing, you know, making sure that your energy is nice and calm. And, you know, sometimes it's unnerving when you're sitting with someone new, especially if they can see into the depths of your pain. And, um, you know, mediumship is, it's a different, it's a different beast altogether. We'll just say that. And it's always filled with, with so much unconditional love. And that's, that's one of the messages I love to get out into the world is that mediumship is a real gift and capacity. And it is just filled with so much hope and meaning and love and helping you to create a life that you love while your child grows up in heaven. So 
she came in and she sat down and we chatted for a few minutes and there were loved ones there there were you know maybe five or six loved ones I said you know we have we have a Brian we have a David um we have um we have a Sylvia and we have a Trevor and as soon as I said Trevor she started to cry and from my training and background whenever someone is releasing we we don't interrupt that we just let them release and then you know whatever that needs to look like and she cried for about 20 minutes and then when she stopped she dried her eyes and she looked up and she said Trevor was the name of the baby that we had lost and we hadn't told anyone we hadn't told anyone that we were pregnant we were waiting we were waiting until we got past the three-month mark to tell family and friends and we were going back home to a wedding that summer and we were going to tell everybody then and so she just in that moment her pain was acknowledged her pain was seen her pain was was witnessed her pain was given um, the dignity that it needed to just be and we didn't have to understand it we didn't have to negate what it was it just it 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 made the whole experience real and it and it really started to help her to heal and you know in the years that followed she had you know she had several children and it was just, just such a beautiful experience to be a part of and when people don't when when people make us wrong for wanting to make that connection they don't understand the healing that comes with it and so a lot of times when someone makes us wrong for wanting to, make, to connect with our child, um, they perhaps haven't lost a child. So they don't, they can't even fathom what that feels like. It's a heartbreak that there are no words for it really, you know, next to losing a child, I think losing a spouse, you know, losing a spouse is, is up there as well. Um, but yeah, with Jack, I just, I felt like my heart was shattered into a million pieces. And I know that sounds so dramatic, but that's literally what it felt like. It felt like my heart was just shattered. And I didn't know if I would ever find all the pieces again. I didn't know if it would ever be whole again. I didn't know how I was going to get through it. And I shared this um, on a podcast interview I was recently on um, with, uh, with Brian. Um, what is the name of his podcast again? I want to make sure I get it right. Um, his podcast is um, grief to growth. And on the podcast, you know, I shared that, that it's, um, um, you know, it's just, it's just, there's, there are just a myriad of different emotions and things and, and, you know, that heartbreak. And again, you know, we move through the grieving and we move into mourning and then we eventually reconcile and accept that, that child isn't here in the physical any longer. And again, it's something that if you haven't lost a child, you don't understand. You just, you just don't. And um, there's a quote from Brene Brown that I love. It's, it's something along the lines of people have to earn the right to hear your story. And there were a lot of people that, you know, when they heard my story that, you know, we had started in vitro and things, you know, just didn't go according to plan. Oh, it's not a big deal. You could adopt you could, you know, harvest eggs, you could get an egg donor, you know, people were quick to um, give me solutions. And I wasn't looking for solutions. I was just looking for a safe space to hold my loss while I grieved him and while I worked through all of that. Um, and what's fascinating is that, again, when people make you wrong for wanting to make that connection, a lot of times people don't understand. 
they they think that um, they think that mediumship is you know evil. It's it's the devil. It's you know it's it's something you know something that's not natural, and that couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, everyone on the planet has spiritual gifts, whatever that looks like, and most people. <laughs> I would say most people don't want to open them. <laughs> most people don't want to open them. Most people don't want to look at them. And that's okay. Like it's it's not for everyone, that's for sure. But I think it's just so important to let people have their experience, whatever that looks like for them, whatever they need to experience to work through their loss, to work through the grief, to work through the mourning, whatever they need to experience and have is just so important to let them have that experience. Let them you know, and if you can't hold space for someone, then you need to let them know that you can gently, you know, let them know that there are groups that, that you're sorry that you can't help them with that. And, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's just, it's so, it's so deep. There was, um, there was training I took years ago and, and the woman said, when you have a loss, you know, she said, make sure you find someone that, you know, you can share that loss with and, and it'll help facilitate, it'll help ease the pain. And then she said, just be careful that you're not retelling the story. Because when we retell the story, we're re-imprinting the same energy. And so this is why I always say to people, you know, let's start to look forward to the future. Let's, let's not focus on what is I mean, we, we grieve and we grow at the same time. We grieve and we have happy moments at the same time. They're simultaneous. They go together. And so, you know, I always remind people to, you know, while you're working through your grief, your mourning, wherever you are on that spectrum, to just really acknowledge that you can still have a joy-filled, happy life here while your child is on the other side. You really can. You can find meaning. And that's the process of, you know, working through the grief and working through the mourning is, is we, we come to, we come to an understanding that we can still have a relationship with that child. We can still experience them and, and feel the love coming from them. We can, we can still have them in our world. They're just not in their physical body. And you know, it, it's really quite fascinating because people, people judge what they don't understand. So again, if someone doesn't understand mediumship and you don't have to be a medium, you don't have to have training in it and fully understand it. Um, but if someone really doesn't understand or get that you can make a connection with someone on the other side, you can connect with your child as they're growing up on the other side. Um, they will, they will typically make it wrong if they don't understand it. It's just, oh, that's, that's just BS. That's wrong. That's, that's this, that's that. And I always tell people, you know, for homework, for the classes that I teach, I tell people to, um, and to watch the movie ghost with Patrick Swayze, Debbie Moore and Whoopi Goldberg. I tell them to watch that movie because it, it, it depicts spirit communication just beautifully. It really does. Like it's, you know, are there, are there dark energies around? Yes. Are there really great people in human bodies? Yes. Same thing with the spirit world. There are really great people that no longer have a physical body. And there are some, you know, people that maybe have a bit more growth and learning to do that don't have a physical body. So it kind of goes between the two realities, the two realms, if you will. And so it's interesting because Again, if someone doesn't understand it, they will make it wrong. If it's something that they weren't, they were, they're not going to choose themselves. Like there's no way in hell I'm going to a medium. Why would you do that? They'll make you wrong because it doesn't equate. It doesn't, 
it's like, it's not, um, it's not relatable for them. You know, whereas, you know, if you've ever had this experience where, um, you know, if you say to somebody, you know, I'm thinking of going to have this, this reading with this medium, oh my God, I saw medium too. And this is what happened. And <laughs> this is what my experience was. It's a game changer, right? Cause you're like, oh, okay. There's somebody else that's had my experience. I don't feel alone. I don't feel weird. It's, this is a good thing. Right. So keeping that in mind that if people are making you wrong for wanting to make that connection, they might not be your people to talk to about that particular thing, right? And so again, you know, is it, is it their beliefs that you can't, you can't do that? That's impossible. When you're dead, you're dead. There's no afterlife. Nothing happens. When you die, that's it. You're done. You're done. And, and some people have that belief and that's okay, right? Like we don't have to take that on. We don't have to be offended. We don't have to be hurt by it. I just know for me that my loved ones, I still experience them every day. And my hope and wish is that each and every person on the planet that has had a loss, they can feel that and experience that as well. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing like it. I remember the day when my Jack came into the room and my heart just felt like it was exploding. And when he ran up to me and I saw his little face and I counted his freckles and it was just, and I could hear him, it just that was the day that my heart started to heal, knowing that he was okay, knowing that I could still receive him, I could still experience him, I could still feel him. Knowing all of that is what helped me to rebuild my life. Knowing that he was safe, knowing that he was with angels and my other loved ones, and, and he was still growing on the other side, his soul, um, his soul was, his soul is eternal. And so, you know, for some people who have, you know, I, I mean, I was brought up Catholic and, you know, spirit communication is talked about in the Bible, but it's not something that we talked about at the table. It isn't something that we, you know, readily talked about. And one of my beloved teachers, uh, Sonia Chiquette, she said that they would leave an empty space, an empty chair at the dinner table for whoever wanted to join for dinner. So, you know, when I talked about spirit as a little girl, I, I wouldn't get dinner. You know, it was just, it was wrong. It was bad. It was, you know, what's wrong with you? Why would you say that? And so um, <laughs> it's, it's very important to find like-minded people that you can share your loss with, that you can navigate these waters with, you know, whether that's a support group, a meetup group, um, it could be a counselor, it could be someone at your church. If you go to church, it's beautiful. Whatever resonates in your heart, it could be a medium, it could be a grief counselor, it could be other moms that have lost children, and you just get together for a coffee every now and again, and just chat and just see how everybody's doing. And again, it's, you know, one of the biggest things that I try to, I try to follow is live and let live right? If you believe in spirit communication, awesome. I love it. If you don't, awesome. That's okay too. I'm sure there are other amazing things that we can talk about. And one of the biggest things I find is um, another way that, that people make you wrong for wanting to connect with your child is that they haven't, they haven't fully healed from a loss or a trauma that they've experienced. Uh, and again, this goes back to they don't understand. And so they haven't been able to reconcile that they have lost a child or they have lost a loved one. And until they work through that, they're not going to be able to even fathom the idea that you can make that connection. And 
there were, I find, you know, it doesn't happen anymore, but there were a few people over the years that were like really angry that I was making the connection with, with people on the other side. They were angry. It was like, you're, that's, why are you doing that? I just leave them, leave them be it's done. It's, you know, and they had very strong opinions. And I had a few of these people come back to me years later and say, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't even realize that I had this pain. I didn't even realize, you know, because a, usually anger underneath the anger is pain. And so if you can keep that in mind as well, right? And so first and foremost is, you know, can this person actually have this conversation with me? Is this person open to the afterlife? I mean, you know, you can even ask someone if you've met someone new, you can just, you know, bring up, you know, you can even ask them, you know, do you believe in the afterlife? I wonder, I'm, I'm spiritual. Um, do you follow a religion? It just it, even in getting to know someone, you can ask them these questions. And it's really quite fascinating because then I find the universe starts to align you with people that have had similar, similar journeys. I met two incredible women last year who are a couple of my favorite people and they both lost children. And I just love that the universe brought us together because that's a, it's like a kindred spirit. Like, again, there's no, there's no guidebook when you lose a child there's, you know, there's, there's guilt, there's, there's the horror of it, there's, there's the shame, there are all these different emotions and feelings that go along with it. But then having somebody else say, yeah, I lost a child too. It's like, you don't, you just don't feel alone with it. And not that, not 